WNRI Woonsocket. The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready now, go That's right, lay off my blue suede shoes. So welcome once again to Dunn's Deal, and thank you, Elvis, for that intro. This... <laughs> is the place where I do the dealing and I deal them fairly and one of the things in my deal is Joe Biden is not the president he's the thief in chief the cellar dweller Donald J. Trump is the real president and we've got a lot of information to look through because you know one of the things that um, helped to take Trump down uh, back in 2020 was the the COVID scare, the COVID hoax. Oh, COVID's going to get you. Ah. <sighs> Remember that? We, we introduced uh, the, the mail-in balloting because of that, you know, and spread uh, you know, uh, uh, har- ballot harvesting in many states. Yeah, that that uh, disease that infected us from uh, California, ballot harvesting. That's a real disease because it kills democracies, as does the uh, mail-in balloting. That is the most corrupt way of of performing an election. And that's how we wound up with Uncle Joe. So, got a bunch of stuff here. Deborah Burke says that she knew the COVID vaccines would not protect against infection. Hmm, inter- interesting. Very interesting. Republicans vow to investigate Fauci despite convenient retirement. Hmm. CDC has guided the U.S. COVID epidemic to a soft landing. Really? It didn't just die out on its own? This is Fortune magazine. It's a manufactured conclusion that flies in the face of science. Well, that's a mixed bag in that uh, that article. Well, that's Deborah Fauci, Deborah Burks again. Video. Fauci claims lockdowns have not irreparably damaged anyone. Mm-hmm. You say 30,000 dead people due to the vaccine reported in the VAR system, which is a CDC uh, voluntary reporting system. Then, on the other side of the uh, articles I've got here, Zuckerberg, FBI contacted Facebook warning of Russia disinfo ahead of the Hunter laptop story. Hmm, could the FBI have interfered with the election? That kind of smells like fascism to me. 
Let's see. Norway has overtaken Russia as Europe's biggest supplier of natural gas and vowed to keep the output high. That's interesting. Newsom touts California's historic vote to ban the sale of new gas engine cars by 2035. And you'll wonder why people are leaving California, huh? I mean, whatever happened to freedom, freedom of travel? I know that's not in the Constitution, but the freedom to be able to pick up and go wherever you want, when you want, has been the essence of the American spirit since the pioneer days, since, since the colonial days. Let's see, the frustrating truth about who is excluded from college debt relief. Yeah, going to be paying a bunch of uh, rich kids to, um, you know, reduce their, their college loans. Just pay what you owe. I don't know if I'll be able to get to this article here. How extremist gun culture is trying to co-opt the rosary. Why are sacramental beads suddenly showing up next to AR-15s online? Maybe someone's praying to get another one. Let's see. Oh, how'd this one wind up on the bottom of the pile? <laughs> Good thing I went through it. Official government reports prove that the COVID vaccines cause cancer. Mm, there's a lot of side effects that, that uh, the COVID vaccine causes. Uh, one of them's cancer. Another one of them's polio. Uh, what's that disease that affects your face? Um, uh, where you get a paralysis on the side of your face. Um, there's a lot of things and seizures and heart attacks and, <laughs> and brain aneurysms. A lot of things. But where I want to start right now is Republicans vow to investigate Fauci despite convenient retirement. Yeah, he's getting out while getting's good because there's a funny thing that's going to start that. It's already showing up. It's showing up in actuarial tables from insurance companies that are seeing uh, a huge rise in young people passing away. And by young, I mean between the ages of 18 and 64 your prime working years. And these actuarial tables are showing a 40% increase in deaths. Hmm. So uh, the vaccine um, is not safe and effective like you've been told for the last two years. Just like uh, Deborah Burks was saying, she knew the vaccines would not protect against infection. It turns out it doesn't protect against much. After Anthony Fauci announced that he would retire right before the midterm elections, Republicans responded by asserting that his stepping down will not deter them from investigating his role in gain-of-function research that potentially led to the global COVID pandemic. Fauci's... Resignation will not prevent a full-throated investigation into the origins of the pandemic, tweeted Senator Rand Paul, who has become Fauci's arch-nemesis through repeated questioning of Fauci's 
obfuscation of the meaning of gain of function. And that's a great word. I know it's a, like a $10 word. And it, it just means that he weasels out of whatever he's being questioned about. He won't answer it directly. He'll deflect and he'll pivot and, um, you know, he'll say, you are misunderstanding the meaning of what I'm trying to say, Senator. And no, he's not. Most of the time, Senator Rand Paul is right on the money. He's a doctor himself. And he, he nails Fauci. But Fauci has been a bureaucrat for 50 years. And he has learned how to duck and weave in uh, congressional hearings. So he's, he's very good at it. And uh, Rand Paul is very good at preventing him from maneuvering around the ring. Paul's comment came a day after he told reporters, I think most of the mainstream media has kept off the airwaves a discussion of gain-of-function research or the origins of the virus. But we will get to the bottom of this. I have uh, pointed out on this show how the research into gain-of-function, which is making a virus gain more function, more lethality, (laughs) more killing ability, uh, you, and you do it in the lab. You splice the the virus and you insert other deadly things in it, like HIV or polio or that sort of stuff. It was stopped in Fort Detrick, Maryland. And when it was stopped there, Fauci took it to China, which didn't have any compunction about you doing uh, dangerous kind of, uh, you know, biological research that if it got out into into the public, it could kill people. Fauci did this. Fauci funded it with American dollars. He oversaw it as it was going on there in China. He's got a lot to answer for. And then he went and, and lied to the American public about uh, you know, how good it was, how safe and effective it was, and how badly we needed this thing. A lot of people have this sight set on Fauci. Uh, James Comer, from, uh, another guy from Kentucky, ranking member of the House Committee on Oversight and Reform, released a press statement on Monday vowing to continue investigating Fauci. Retirement can't shield Fauci from credential oversight. And see, and then there was uh, Kathy McMorris. She was uh, piling on. We need answers to many questions around the government's failed COVID-19 pandemic response. How this pandemic started and his, Fauci's, role in supporting taxpayer-funded risky research without proper oversight in China. Yeah, so you can run, but you can't hide, Fauci. And Andy Biggs, representative from Arizona, calls Fauci out as a coward. Chargy is conveniently resigning from his position in December before House Republicans have an opportunity to hold him accountable for destroying our country over these last three years. 
But then on the flip side, you have Rachel Maddow saying uh, that he's a singular figure in American history and American public service. There has never been anyone else like him, and there never will be again. Good. That means that that people and uh, beagle puppies will live if he's not around. Let me see. Where is this? Oh, this was a really good one here by Fauci. Under Fauci claims lockdowns have not irreparably damaged anyone. Again, what I mentioned before, 30,000 dead people from the vaccine. Not from getting COVID, but from the vaccine. You can look it up yourself. I, I did download it and I left it on my computer at home. Um, it's on the VAERS site. I think it's under it's the red box uh, part of that. But anyhow, this article says, in addition to claiming he has nothing to hide and was not responsible for shutting down anything, Anthony Fauci claimed Thursday that COVID lockdowns have not irreparably damaged anyone. Yeah, all those kids that have been retarded because... Their development has been been retarded, which means to be slowed down, because they couldn't look at, at people's faces, which is, we're learning, that that is the way that children learn how to speak. They don't necessarily learn from uh, voice commands. They learn by watching you, looking at your, your, your face. You ever see a little child... You know, touch someone's lips as they're moving. They're studying how the person is speaking. But if you've got your face covered, that doesn't happen. Hmm. Imagine that. Fauci made the comments in an interview with Fox News host Neil Fatboy Cavuto. Who asked, do you regret that it went too far, whatever your original intentions were, particularly for kids who couldn't go to school except remotely, that has forever damaged them? In his response, Fauci even suggested that he tried to get kids back into school, stating, I don't think it's forever irreparably damaging anyone. Yeah, what about all those dead people? What about the... the the children that committed suicide because they were no longer in school. They were separated from their social contacts. And it changed their lives in a way they couldn't deal with it. Did that family get uh, irreparably damaged? I think so. Because of decisions from your, your work there, Fauci. Let's see. But I think, obviously, and you will, if you go back and and people selectively, Neil, pull things out about me. I was one of the people that said we have to do everything we can to get the children back in school. Oh, aren't you so brave? <sighs> Fauci is obviously preparing for the inevitable investigation coming his way. Yeah, when you destroy an economy, when you kill people... And you're responsible for it. Uh, yeah, uh, you, there's going to be a lot of questions, and you're going to have to answer for them, especially since 
you helped develop. You were guiding the research into this, first in the United States, then in China. On a side note, and I don't have uh, any articles on this, but uh, President Trump has some things to answer to as well. Because at Fauci's um, pestering, at his advice, uh, at Burks's advice, he did allow for the two-week shutdown. And when two weeks became a month, then a month became two months, and then it became a year. Um, Trump did allow it to go on. Of course, if he didn't, he would have been skewered. Like, remember how he was skewered by the press when he started talking about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, which work very, very nicely, by the way. Ask Dr. Simone Gold, Dr. Emmanuel, um, let's see, there's Dr. McCullough. Uh, there, there was Zeb Zelenko, but he died of cancer about a month ago. There are many, many doctors that, that knew of the, um, the positive effects of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, but the media jumped on that as quackery, as snake oil salesman stuff, as as being a fraud when they work perfectly fine. So, yeah, Trump's got to explain warp speed, and actually he needs to apologize to America for for having pushed warp speed. He did. I mean, he was threatened by Fauci and by Burks that they would do a, a media blitz against him that would make him look like Attila the Hun, Adolf Hitler, uh, Joseph Stalin all wrapped up in one. Not that people weren't claiming that about him anyhow, but uh, it was between a rock and a hard place. And he, being a, a germaphobe, you know, he, he bent to their will, which is a shame. Uh, so I hope he comes out and says that he made a mistake. But he's not a scientist. He wasn't the one in the lab creating this uh, virus monster. So he's got to have a comeuppance, too. He's got to have a come-to-Jesus moment, uh, which he may not be able to do. He's very pig-headed and very stubborn. But the real fault of, of this lies with Fauci because he developed it. He helped cook it up in Fort Detrick's and then in Wuhan, China. And then it came back here to the United States. And, of course, the vaccine was <laughs> it was already prepared even back then when they they were developing the the um, the virus. Um, yeah, it's, it's a real mess. We've been lied to. It has never been safe and effective. This country got bamboozled from President Trump all the way down to all of us. And all the propaganda that's been on the, the radio. I mean, I listened to a couple stations out of um, out of Boston. And 
Even here in this station, you'll get those propaganda commercials. Safe and effective, safe and effective, brah! Safe and effective! Oh, my God, what propaganda. So, it looks like we have a caller here. Let's see what's on their mind. Go ahead, caller. What you thinking about? Uh, I'm thinking about uh, the fact that uh, perhaps uh, Fauci, I'm glad he's hopefully going to disappear somewhere. But the thing is <laughs> that years. he probably even disguised himself to deliver the bat down to the wet market. What do you think? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He get there. I was going to call him Batman, but he's way too small to be Batman. He's even too small to be Robin. Yeah. Well, we have some names. We know what he really is. You know, and as I was listening, I'm tuned in and yep. listening closely, and it just stirs all the aggravation that I hold for the past three years, you know, resentment at what has come upon us. Um, and uh, everything they say has been, to, it's power and control, as I've said before. But the thing that you were speaking about, as far as children being able to develop their uh, language, yes. that is so true. I have spoken with teacher friends on that. And, and here's the thing that, listening to you, I know that your expertise is in history and that yeah. you've written books. So here's an idea. Yes. How are the children in schools going to know about what really happened in, in some educational books? So I propose that you should write some books for schools to use so that the students will be able to know what really happened. Well, my second book, uh, King Philip's War, um, uh, Captain Benjamin Church in the King Philip's War, um, is actually more kid-friendly. Because, uh, oh. Yeah. Um, the, the first one that I wrote, the United States of Empire, uh, <laughs> shameless plug number 78. Um, <laughs> All right. Yes, Go but ahead. The, the, the first one, I wrote it more academically, like, you know, in you know, 1912, uh, you know, the, you know, Bismarck did this, and then in, two years later, uh, Wilhelm the the second uh, threw Bismarck out and took control. You know, I mean, all that sort of stuff, mm -hmm. and it didn't sell well. So I was thinking, well, I'll I'll try a different, um, you know, a different avenue here, um, and you know, it it is more kid friendly because um, you know I developed a story, and it's uh, mm -hmm. you know, and I developed characters, and they're all well. Um, some of them are very young characters. I've got drummer boys in there that, are, and and they're listening to this storyteller. Um, oh, that's good, and it gives it a different perspective of you know a view from a child. Kind of, you know, um, it was <laughs> it was different. Um, uh, I, I just wanted to write it in a different format and. Boy, it was a different format. <laughs> I'm not used to developing, um, you know, conversations and, and dialogue for mm. for writing. And I'm going to be working on a on a third one soon about uh, Rome in the first century and the growth of the Christian church and all that sort of stuff. Oh, neat. Yeah. Well, when you get to the Wuhan 
plague story. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you're my publisher I'll now? I'll be an editor. Yeah. Yes. I'll be an editor. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll help. Great. <laughs> and keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank so you. Bye bye. Okay. Thanks for that call. <laughs> you're welcome. And thanks for the opportunity to be able to plug my books again. <laughs> yeah. Can never be shy about doing that. And it's kind of like uh, your business cards. You're not doing your job if you're not handing them out. Uh, let's see. A study in Britain found that many children entering elementary school have severely undeveloped verbal skills and many are unable to even say their own name. Wow, entering elementary school. So first grade and they can't say their own name. Okay, so according to speech therapists, mask wearing has caused a 364% increase in patient referrals of babies and toddlers. Another study revealed how mean IQ scores of young children born during the pandemic have tumbled as much as 22 points, while verbal, motor, and cognitive performance have all suffered as a result of the lockdown. So, yeah, right, Fauci, there's been no long-lasting effects from uh, the shutdown. Figures show that 400,000 British children were referred to mental health specialists last year for things like eating disorders and self-harm. I said there's been a rash of suicides among young people because their lives have been disrupted. Education experts have asserted that forcing children to wear face masks have caused long-lasting psychological trauma. Hmm. Children turning two years old will have been surrounded by adults wearing masks for the whole of their lives and have therefore been unable to see lip movements or mouth shapes as regularly, um, you know, in growth. So, anyhow... Right, Fauci, there's been no no ill effects from what you have done. It was all a hoax, people. None of it had to happen. So with that, I'm going to take a break, and we shall come back and talk about Mark Zuckerberg. The United States of Empire by James Dunn shows how the U.S. became a worldwide empire. 
It looks at the entry of the U.S. into both world wars. George Washington had warned us about entangling ourselves in European wars. Before World War I, the United States was not concerned with foreign conflicts. In World War I, we changed the balance of power in Europe. We went in to save the world for democracy. We expelled the German Kaiser and imposed our own idea of what Germany should look like. Propaganda painted the Kaiser as the evil Hun that was destroying civilization. So when the true barbarian rose to power, Hitler, how could we avoid being drawn in again? We saved Great Britain. Britain needed us again in World War II to save their bacon. We bought the hog. Now we are the empire. The book, The United States of Empire, in paperback, is available at Amazon.com. Here's author James Dunn to talk about his soon-to-be-printed next book. The King Philip's War in New England in 1675 defined the relations, for good or bad, between English settlers and Native Americans for centuries to come. Many of the battles are local to the Blackstone Providence area with long-forgotten memorials and grave sites. Smithfield was the Battle of Nipsichuk. The Battle of Sudbury in Sudbury, Mass. was a turning point. <laughs> Mount Hope in Bristol, Rhode Island was the home of King Philip and the Wampanoag tribe. The Connecticut River Valley was a scene of many bloody encounters between the English and the Nipmuc tribe. South Kingston, Rhode Island, saw the Great Swamp Battle slash Massacre. One Englishman stands out in this brutal conflict. He dared to learn to fight like the Indians did and won the war for the English. He was Captain Benjamin Church in the book, Captain Benjamin Church and the King Philip's War. Okay, well, welcome back to Dunn's Deal. Again, this is where I do the dealing and I deal them fairly. And what I want to look at is Mark Zuckerberg. He said that the FBI contacted Facebook warning of Russian disinfo ahead of Hunter laptop story. Now, if you'll remember, Hunter uh, Biden's laptop was filled with um, lewd pictures, shall we say, of him cavorting around with ladies of the night uh, hookers and um, doing what you would normally do with a lady of the night. And he's got that, you know, he videotapes that, puts it on his laptop. You know, I mean, it's pretty stupid. You know, he is the son of the president of the United States. And it's bad enough that he's hanging out with hookers because that's blackmail material right there. That that can get you uh, <laughs> that can get you bounced from any sort of job. That can prevent you from getting a job with the FBI or the CIA or any other um 
any other of the governmental agencies where you need top secret clearance because you can't be trusted. Except this is the son of the president. Hmm. And I guess at the time, he, you know, Biden wasn't the president then. This is probably stuff when he was vice president. Oh, and he's also doing cocaine on this. And there's also pictures of him with apparently underaged uh, women. Girls. And... Then there's also proof on there about how he divvies up the money that he gets from foreign governments for no-show jobs, for bribes. And he cuts the, the money up in between his family members, one of which is the big guy. And the big guy has been uh, shown to be Joe Biden. So Joe Biden is getting bribed by foreign countries through his son, Hunter. And the proof of it was on this laptop, which was exposed by Rudy Giuliani. Yes, it, it, it came to light in a, in a repair shop. Um, I forget exactly where, New Jersey or someplace. And the the guy was going to turn it over to to the FBI, but he also contacted Rudy Giuliani to get some help on it because, you know, he he knew he had something, you know, something uh, nuclear there. And um, so, you know, I I forget who gave the um, a copy of it. To the to the press to the, uh, the New York Post, and the Post ran with it. They, they printed some articles, which Facebook blocked from from going on uh, online, and also Twitter blocked it. It got blocked from all over social media. So anyhow, this. And, and this is strange. Mark Zuckerberg is now, he's, he's, um, he's doing a podcast, uh, the Joe Rogan Experience. And he's trying to fess up. He's trying to come clean about this. So it's interesting. Anyhow, Facebook founder and Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg made his first appearance on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast Thursday where he revealed the FBI advised him about misinformation leading up to the 2020 election. After Rogan asked Zuck how his company handles controversial stories like the Hunter Biden laptop saga that could influence political elections, the CEO admitted his company limited the reach of the story. Oh, by the way, the laptop became known before the election, and if the if the information had been broadcast widely, it could have changed the outcome of the election. But I will continue with the article. The FBI allegedly contacted the social media company ahead of the New York Post publishing its Hunter laptop article. We just uh, we just kind of thought. Hey, look, if the FBI, which I still view as a legitimate institution in this country, 
It's very professional law enforcement. They come and tell us we need to be on guard about something. Then I'm going to take that seriously, Zuckerberg told Rogan. Next, the media, uh, media, the, the Meta CEO noted his company handled the New York Post piece differently than Twitter, which prohibited users from sharing or posting the article at all. Facebook, Zuckerberg said, allowed users to share the Hunter story while ensuring it showed up in the news feed less often and received less traffic overall. Considering the political ramifications of this action, limiting the reach of such a bombshell story could certainly be considered a form of election meddling encouraged by the FBI. You think? When Rogan uh, asked how it feels to have censored a story that ended up being true, Zuck admitted it sucks because it turned out after the fact. I mean, the fact checkers looked into it and nobody could say that it was that it was false. So basically, it had this period where it was getting less distribution. You see. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't doesn't uh, censor over at Facebook. No, Facebook doesn't censor. And if that was was um, you know Donald Jr.'s laptop, it would have gotten the same treatment. You know, uh, the same deference. Yeah, you know, the the FBI would have said, "Oh, don't put this out there." No, no, we, we've got to be kind. You know, we, we don't want to influence the elections. You see, the FBI felt bad. They thought that they had had ruined Hillary Clinton's chance in 2016 of winning the election. And they didn't want to do it again. Except <laughs> we have video proof. Besides the laptop, there is video proof of Joe Biden <laughs> as vice president pressuring Ukraine long before the war started pressuring Ukraine to drop an investigation into Hunter Biden or Hunter Biden's company. And um, it it was the the same thing, taking bribes from a foreign country and Joe was getting a cut. And that happened uh, when Joe Biden was vice president still. So uh, what's that? Uh, Before 2016. So the Bidens had had a long um, trail of doing nefarious stuff, of taking bribes. But the FBI was worried about affecting the election. Well, they affected the election all right. And just like a bunch of fascists, they sided with, uh, with corporations to affect an election. To make sure that that the dirt on Joe and the dirt on Hunter didn't come out. So, not only is Joe Biden a senile old geezer, he's a corrupt senile old geezer. But, besides that, I don't have much of an opinion on, on the subject. So, looks like I've got another caller here. Let's see what's on their mind. Go ahead. What are you thinking about? 
What's up, James? Hey. Where are we headed with all this corruption? It's too much, James. It's too much in my head. I know, I know. It's going to explode, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Hey, sometimes I, when, when he's in press conferences, it's really an artificial intelligence robot. It's not really him. Oh, Zuckerberg? You see the fake arms that they're giving some amputees? Where's yeah. some epic times, James? <laughs> Synthetic mouse embryo was made out of stem cells, I just heard the other day. So, so, so that, he's, that, he's that's just already a bot. done. So. He's a human bot. A body double. Can't be the same person all the time, and I, I don't think so, James. The corruption's too deep, man. People wouldn't believe. I think people would believe that a story put right out in front of them in truth. It's like some out of a comic book. What we're living. Don't you it think? is. I mean, you couldn't write a story. I was talking to the first caller about writing stuff. I would not even try to come up with a character like Hunter Biden. You know, he's hanging out with hookers, doing cocaine. He's got thirteen-year-old hookers, and and you know. I mean, nobody would believe a kid. You, you give that to an editor, they're going to go, really? <laughs> yeah. Our whole government, our whole government, our whole government is, is so corrupt, so I corrupted know, right now. I know. Media. I, it, it is. It's a comic book. I mean, we've got uh, people doing uh, puppy play, you know, and, and men dressing like women and women dressing like men. <laughs> and everybody uh, thinks their guy is a superhero. So we're totally divided. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Like, know. never before, and it's all on purpose. Yeah, well, that is how I the like cameras... Said, uh, Operation Warp Speed. Trump did push warp speed. He did. He did, and he, he should have done they that. They all did. The media... He just did his part. He did his part, but you know? they, they pushed him. I mean... Like I said, remember, oh, remember how they vilified him when he was pushing hydroxychloroquine and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, ivermectin? Yeah. And, and those things work. And they're inexpensive. They've been around for 60 years. But no, we got to try this experimental thing over here that you know, when we have done animal tests on it, the animals died. But that's okay. Humans are different. Yeah. It was a swindle. It was more psychological operation. And that's what's being done. Us. I think that's how we're going to lose this country, James. False flags everywhere that are going to convince people that they need to invite in tyranny. Okay. To keep evidence. I've, I've got a question to throw out right now. What's going to happen between now and the election to prevent the election from happening? Time will tell. Is, will there be a false flag, an EMP? Uh, you know, well, it's not a presidential. It's a... Uh, They've been. They did a, an exercise on a big EMP. So they, 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 they seem to do exercises in certain places to test how it would be. Remember the. the uh, uh, there was a global pandemic one too. Uh, some states were involved. It was called Crimson Contagion, and Massachusetts was involved. Yeah, yeah. And New York has New York has involved. done some uh, uh, some tests. They were involved like that. in Crimson Contagion. Was but it? Like, oh, it, it, it was a drill that certain states did to mimic a pandemic in Massachusetts. It, it was when Trump was in office. Yeah. I don't know if he had, he had to do with it, but it was called Crimson Contagion in a lot of states. I've, I've heard about uh, that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like... The, the, we're living they, in a they, matrix, they, James. They, they, they do these, they these scenarios, the and then it happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh, very weird. But, so, you don't think that... Uh, There'll, there'll be like a mass shooting. I mean, like a 
a super mass shooting somewhere, you know, to, to try and scare the people away from going and voting or, or a new plague that's released? Maybe someone do a Planned Parenthood. Maybe somebody will drive a plane and we'll Planned Parenthood. Building. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. James. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I, like I, I don't want. Over exaggerated what's happened. So, so to me, it's, it's just not natural things that are just occurring. There, there's a conniving scheme that is doing machinations behind the scene to bring this country down. Well, remember. I think Joe McCarthy just scratched the surface of the Democrat Party. Okay, well, Fauci. He just scratched the surface. Nobody believed they dogged him. Fa- Fa- he, Fauci he is right going to be on the firing line. But do you remember. Oh, was it back in two, uh, 2017? And he said uh, Donald Trump is going to be tested like no other president before, and there's going to be uh, you know a, a, a huge epidemic or pandemic that that's uh, yeah, that, yeah 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 that's what Fauci said. He I wish they would have cared more about Fast and Furious when the administration was running guns in Mexico to try to blame gun owners. Yeah, and Benghazi that was nothing but Trump runs in these. These people's minds, and they want you to hate them so bad that it's really overkill what they're doing to a guy that's not even in the White House anymore because these they can't talk about the accomplices of the cultic Democrats. Well, they're, they're trying to right the now. Democrats they're... have to apologize for a lot of stuff, James. So that's going to allow the, the Republican followers to apologize for a lot of things that the Republicans are going to do. Yeah. That's how divided we are. Um, it's... Uh, <coughs> Oh boy, it's crazy. I mean, um, I, I'm certainly hoping that nothing happens between now and the election. And it's not presidential, but it could affect. I mean, if if there's a huge swing and there's there is a red wave, like um, during uh, Obama's first term, uh, I, I read where you know 63 um, seats got overturned in the House. I mean, if you had like 63 overturned now or like a hundred get overturned um that could that 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 would bring an end to anything that the uh democrats want to do i mean you could get rid of the 87 um you know eighty-seven thousand new irs agents yep yep insane yeah Yeah. i think there was eighty thousand in their entirety when when reagan was president remember obama when he spoke remember when it was bush Kerry. When Obama spoke at Kerry's nominating convention, he was just a state senator. That's all he yeah. was. And all of a sudden, he becomes this, and boom, right in the White House. Yeah, some, somebody wanted him there. And they're planning it for us. Not enough of us are in on what's really going on. So that's why the future looks troubled, James. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think if we get a bunch of uh, America-loving uh, Republicans in there, that's going to change things dramatically. I mean, if we could... Reduce, you know, the size of the FBI and bring that bring Ray Epps in on the January sixth investigation and, and grill him in front of the, the television. Except it wouldn't be shown on TV. If <laughs> good <laughs> yeah. luck. Yeah, yeah. The beast is big. It's got a lot of arms, and it keeps shopping its claws, and the people just ain't paying attention. Yeah, that's true. So true. But um, all right, Senor Don. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Um, uh, peace to you too. Uh, there it is. So I, I don't want to get too dark here, and oh, I'm very happy about this rain. I know, I know the th- thunderbolts kind of uh, struck down the um, 
the radio programming here on Tuesday. And, you know, some people don't like the thunderstorms. But you know what? I thank God we've got rain now. You know, I drive by the uh, Blackstone River there, going across the, the bridge there on Hamlet Street. And you can see that the water level is rising. For a while, there were all these rocks that were being exposed because uh, of the low level of the river. And it's coming back. Funny how that happens. So thanks, God. And keep praying for rain for for here, for this whole country, for Europe. And um, with that, I'm going to play my favorite atheist. So George Carlin talking a little bit about viruses. Which means, of course, any time they want. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing. Germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from in this country? Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans, are they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous, and it goes to ridiculous lengths. In prisons, before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. Well, they don't want you to get an infection. <laughs> and you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. <laughs> it would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. You can't even get a decent hamburger anymore because everybody's afraid of food poisoning. Hey, where's your sense of adventure? You know how many people die in this country from food poisoning every year? 9,000. That's all. It's a minor risk. <laughs> Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs, what are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're weak and you got a weak immune system. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. <laughs> and at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. <laughs> it strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. <laughs> so... So personally, I never take any special precautions against germs. I don't shy away from people who sneeze and cough. I don't wipe off the telephone. I don't cover the toilet seat. And if I drop food on the floor, I pick it up and eat it. I eat it. Uh, no five-second rule there for George Carlin. Of course, he's long gone. So, 
Got a couple more minutes to, to go. And I'm just looking for some fun stuff there. Oh, that's always a good idea to clear that, huh? And um, next week I'll be a little better prepared. I'm going to make some changes, not not in the show, but uh, next week, just be ready. I'm going to come loaded for bear, and we'll have a lot of fun talking about uh, Alex Stein. Oh, this is a good one. Let's play a little bit of Alex Stein here. I think I've got time. Yes, I do. AOC, you're my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot. The guy's a nut. <laughs> he was out there punking AOC, and she thought that uh, he was a fan of hers until <laughs> till her entourage <laughs> said, no, 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 you don't want to go near that guy. That guy's a nut. Get away from him. But he's our nut. Let's see. There's the closing. So I've had a good time tonight. I hope you have, too. Um, keep praying for more rain. <laughs> we haven't gotten our fill yet. And uh, same with uh, the west part of the country and with uh, Europe. We need rain all over the place. And I know some people may say we don't deserve an answer from God. Well, yeah, we do. So let's get the closing going. Have a great weekend. Have an adult beverage, have a party, and we'll be back for more next week. This has been Dunn's Deal. Thanks for listening in. This is a Dunn's Deal. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in Friday evenings at 6.05 for Jim's perspective on the issues of the week. You're listening to WNRI Woonsocket.